Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our Provoke the Pastor series. At least once a year, questions are submitted to Pastor Harris for biblical answers. This week, after he covers a question regarding Bible disposal, the main body of this message addresses the doctrine of creation. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he presents today's slice of this week's message entitled, Science and Christians. Now the questioner didn't bring this up, but in general, beware of any teaching that claims that the first chapters of Genesis are not historical. Uh, They are said to be either myth or poetry. They're not poetry. None of the elements of poetry are there. They're not myth. Those claims are fabrications because those first two chapters so diametrically torpedo the presumptions and assumptions of uniformitarianism and anti-supernaturalism, we got to get rid of them. So that's what somebody made up to explain this stuff because they were too stupid to understand what we uh, now understand in all of our wisdom. Um, The flood was real. It was universal. The Tower of Babel was real. And I want to ask a person, there are people who say, I'm a Christian, but I believe in the Big Bang or evolution or billions of years. I've never actually done this, actually taken, had anybody take me up on this, but I want to say, okay, so you believe the Bible is true, right? Yeah, I do. It's the Word of God. All right. We know chapter one, by your definition, isn't true, nor is chapter two. Chapter three, kind of, sort of, maybe a little bit symbolically, At what point does the Bible start to be true? Or is it just all made up through the first 11 chapters, and then you get to Abraham, and bang, from there on, it's absolutely perfect history. The Bible doesn't work like that. It is historical. We are all descended from Adam. Our family trees chase them all the way back to Adam. We're all going to meet at a bottleneck in the generation of Noah and his family. The earth is roughly 6,000 years old. There is no such thing as multiple races among humans. All that stuff is made up. A few more comments. As we talk about this, remember, we're not picking fights. We're not here to do battle. You could say earnestly contend, but in love, speaking truth in love asking those questions. Uh, um, How do you know it's true? Has it ever been observed? Are you making any assumptions? Those can be real door openers. They can also get doors slammed in your face, but be careful that you take this where Peter took it in 2 Peter 3. You get down to verse 13. But according to His promise that He is coming, We are looking for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Somebody brings up the beginning take them to the end too. Uh, Matter of fact, you might even title it Paradise Lost and Paradise Regained. And the story in the middle is how 
we get there. Everything in all those discussions and speculations and, and, and arguments needs always to keep the focus on the gospel and the consummation of all things in Jesus Christ. Oh, and by the way, Peter understood that too. I don't want him to get short shrift here. Verses 7 through 9. But by his word, the present heavens and earth are being reserved for fire, kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. But do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that with the Lord... One day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years like one day. The Lord is not slow about His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Now, the evolutionist might say, ah, says right there, one day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day, so I can stick a billion years into the first two chapters of the Bible if I want to. No, you can't. That's saying God transcends time. He created it. When? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created time, force, action, space, and matter. We got it summarized in one verse. But why is all this playing out? So people have time to get saved. He's, not, he's patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Judgment is coming, and the only safe haven is in Christ. Now, that was a great um, conflagration of several questions posing as one. If this stirs something in you to pursue it further, I want to point you towards some wonderful resources. You don't even need to leave the friendly fellowship of Heritage Bible Church to check out a wonderful ministry called Creation Training Initiative, led by Heritage Bible Church member Mike Riddle. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's through Mike and Creation Training Initiative that we're getting Sam Rotman next week. That was how the, the, the connection was made there. Um, www.creationtraining.org is where to look. Mike does basic training in matters relating to creation, uh, advanced apologetics training, Christian education training. There are lots of materials there. Um, they're wonderfully designed for comprehension by people at all levels of knowledge or lack thereof. So we've got one of, the, one of the leaders in the world of creation science right here as part of Heritage Bible Church. Now the best known ministry in the world on this subject is Answers in Genesis. They have an extensive website. It's cleverly titled AnswersInGenesis.org, all one word uh, before the dot. They have countless articles there and searchable articles, meaning you can go there and you can even search for sub-things within there. Um, and there are answers probably to most any question you can think up on this and a whole lot more that you haven't thought up yet. I haven't read a fraction of everything that is on uh, that website. I highly recommend it to you. And I further recommend that if you are able, you will love visiting the two locations that Answers in Genesis has created. They did not create them ex nihilo from nothing. They, they used existing materials and they put it all together. But they have created the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter, both developed by Answers in Genesis, located in northern Kentucky right across the river from, uh, from Cincinnati, Ohio. If you can get there, you'll love it. 
Take your children, take your grandchildren there if possible. Plan to spend a day at each one. You will love it. I, I think it, it's worth the day. It's worth the trip to get there just to walk up to the ark. You can see pictures, and, and they're impressive. But when you're standing, you know, 200 yards away, and there is this massive ship there, and you see people look about this big walking next to it. Just, just that moment is worth it all, but go inside too. It's really, really good. Now, when we launch our new Sunday morning schedule in, a, in about a month, one of the curricula that we're going to be using with our children comes from Answers in Genesis. Your kids will find it engaging. It will give you countless opportunities to help them learn to be grounded in God's Word. And I give you a secret. Volunteer to teach it, and you get to study it. And you're going to be, it, it's perfect cover. You can say, I'm doing this for the kids, and you're going to be going, wow, this is great stuff. Okay? Um, it's the kind of things you need in order to fulfill your obligation that we talked about last week to bring up your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord's Day. Uh, for those of you who may not know it, my early background was total immersion in math and science. And I had the presupposition of uniformitarianism. I wasn't totally anti-supernatural, but I had got off in a little box somewhere. He once created everything, then he crawled back in his little box, and he's letting it go on. I was a deist at best. But I can honestly say from personal experience and countless hours of study, Christians are not and never should be anti-science, and they shouldn't be spoiling for a fight. Um, we do oppose pseudoscience. We do try to expose it and evolution. Uh, only the framework of a biblical worldview allows you to consistently understand the physical world. And when you see it for what it is, you give the glory to God. As a matter of fact, you might even look up and say, as Psalm 19.1 does, the heavens are telling of the glory of God and their expanse is declaring the work of His hands. How did it get to be so big? He said it's going to be that way. Or you can look down, look at the world around you. Romans chapter 1 verse 20, for since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so they are without excuse. Now let's pray. Our Father, thank You. Your Word is truth. Thank You for Your, your creation as we sing in the song for the beauty of the earth, we, we see it now and we see the beauty and we realize as beautiful as it is, it's so marred because of what happened in Genesis chapter 3. Please put the words of, gospel, of the gospel in our hearts so thoroughly that they, they readily flow over our lips. And as we teach people and talk to people and present the gospel to people whose eyes are still darkened, who eyes are, whose vision is still veiled because of their sin, we pray you'll open their hearts as only your spirit can. Make us ready to speak your truth in love to the generations to come. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.